Stock have too high a price? Buy a slice. Trade fractional shares of your favorite U.S. stocks and ETFs in any dollar amount you choose with zero commissions online. Get started at fidelity.com slash stocks by the slice. Fractional share quantities can be entered to three decimal places if the value of the order is at least one cent. Dollar-based trades can be entered to two decimal places. Sell orders are subject to an activity assessment fee from one cent to three cents per $1,000 of principal. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back and the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Hey folks, it's Lyle. Get this, I'm coming to over 40 cities across the United States, the UK, Europe, and Australia to do this here Therapy Gecko podcast live. These shows will involve bringing folks from the audience up on stage to talk to a gecko about whatever they want, just like we do on the podcast. Uh, The shows are completely unplanned, completely unpredictable, and they will be a lot of fun. So if you're a fan of the podcast, you should definitely come out. Uh, Tickets are available right now at TherapyGeckoTour.com, and you should get them before they are sold out. That's TherapyGeckoTour.com. We'll put the link in the episode description as well. Uh, The live shows are are very fun. They're very gecko-y, and I hope to see you there. All right, let's get into the episode. Hi. Hello. What's up? I was cooking some chicken. How okay. are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm feeling good. My socks are wet. I've run out of clean socks. Ooh, and um, normally when people run out of clean socks, what do they usually do, Alex? The laundry. They do the laundry. That would they be my answer. Their socks, which is what they normally do. What do you think I've been doing? Sounds like you have not been doing your laundry. I have not been doing my laundry. Why do you think I'm not doing my laundry? It's a great question. Do you have in-house washer dryer or do you go to a laundromat? I mean, it's it's I, there's one in where I live, but it's upstairs and I'm downstairs. Okay. Ooh, effort. Uh, Alex, how can I get you today? Is there anything in particular Um, that you called in to talk about? Yes. Um, you wanted to keep it light and positive today. So I wanted to talk about the benefits of not having a traditional parent, uh, daughter relationship. Okay. Uh, in what way is, how how would you define a non-traditional parent daughter relationship? Um, I think a good example would be like that guy who went to the strip club with his mom. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I feel like mine is very similar, but um, I have changed mine in the way that my mom has like joined my rave family. Your mom has joined your rave family. Yeah. Yeah. We took her to her first festival this year. 
and she just had the best time. And so now when we go to the raves and, and go to the shows, we always bring her with us. And I do have to say she is usually the best dressed for the event. Okay. What, what does she wear that makes her the best dressed? Um, this summer, she actually made all her own outfits. Oh. Um, she made these like purple fuzzy um, crotchless chaps and then wore like super sparkly underwear. And she had one of those like fuzzy LED light up coats. Um, I live in Alaska and it gets really chilly. So her whole thing is layers. So she changes her outfits throughout the day. So it's like less clothes, shiny, all the way to fuzzy. It's kind of funny. What is the rave scene like in Alaska? Um, it's on it's on the the return. I would say COVID really killed it. And um, in the last maybe like six months, it's become a lot more prevalent with shows. It's all mm. local. You know, I can't say that there's a lot of big... I'm surprised that COVID killed. Uh, I'm surprised that anyone in Alaska has COVID. Like, how did it even get over there? Alaska's like all the way <laughs> in for it's like not even in a place. Yeah, I heard you were coming here for your tour, and I have to say, I'm very excited. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We haven't booked an Alaska place yet, but we're working on it. Anyway, um, okay, so you have this non traditional relationship with your mom. Uh, has it always been that way? What has your relationship with your mom typically been like? It says that you're 29, so you've had, um, you know, a, a long relationship with her. What? How has it yeah. evolved over the years? Um, I think I was I was more of a a daddy's girl, and then um, my father passed away, and you know, take advantage of the parent you have left, create a better relationship. So we've been just like figuring out ways to communicate better and spend time together better and like in healthier ways. So we're not, you know, frustrated by each other. Had you guys been frustrated with each other pretty often so, beforehand? <laughs> uh, definitely. I think we just don't, we're very similar and stubborn and it just doesn't communicate very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in what ways would you say that you guys are stubborn? Just like sticking to your opinion and having strong opinions, um, you know, and, and that can butt heads. And I think in in my household with my history, it's like quick to frustration and, and anger, just, you know, being that being my mom instead of someone I'm just trying to have a conversation with. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, I have to ask this. Did you and your mom do drugs together? Yes. My mom actually grows mushrooms. Oh. Um, we've also taken Molly together, which was really fun. Um, but yeah, my mom grows mushrooms. I feel like that's what she's. She partakes a lot more than I do in that particularly. Really? Um, so she was turning you on. To I the came mushrooms. home a couple. Oh, ten thousand percent. 
You were going to say you came home. Oh, I came came home a couple weeks ago, and um, I was staying over at someone else's house. And when I came home, I pulled up in the driveway, and her apart we live in a fourplex. I live in a different unit. And um, when I pulled up in the driveway, her apartment was all lit up in lights, and I could hear music. And I came inside, and she had invited over, like, five other people from the the like rave scene that we hang out the group the family that we hang out with and they were all vibing out and having a chill mushroom sunday in the living room upstairs and that was a it was a very pleasant surprise to you know have all these people hanging out and having a good time and knowing Hmm. that i don't have to be like a center catalyst to bring them together Hmm. you know i have to i'm curious about this because i think traditionally well, okay, so these, these people that your mom had over when you came to her house, were they your friends before, mm-hmm. and then your mom came into the scene? Yes. Um, we have we have a, I uh, organize kickball games in the summer, and we have like yeah. a very centralized friend group, and then our rave family is like built around that. So she's met them through the kickball, but um, yeah, that, they were my, more of my friends first. See, I think you well I was going your perspective on this is really interesting because I think in some situations people could look at this like oh my mom is like stealing my friends or they would feel like jealous about it but you have the complete opposite perspective you're actually glad that somebody who is important to you in your life is integrating with other people who are important to you in your life and you view it as a positive thing yeah, I definitely view myself as someone who tries to bring good people together. Um, you know, Alaska's really small, and it can be really hard to make new friends. Um, you only have so many options. So that's kind of why I organized the kickball, too. Is like, I just want people to, you know, be friends with all these other people, and we can create, like, a good community, which is mm-hmm. kind of tying into the EDM thing as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting because now that you're 29, it's like you don't really – your relationship with your parents kind of naturally changes because you don't really need your mom to, like, be your your mom as much as you did, you know, when you were growing up. And for her to take this role in your life, like, as, you know, as a friend that you hang out with all your other friends and do mushrooms with is an interesting development of that relationship. Yeah, I completely agree. That's how I look at it, too. And I think it's been a really positive thing. Um, We're really looking forward to festivals next year. We have one big one, but then we kind of, like, do our own thing out camping with, like, generators and speakers. So Mm -hmm. it'll be really nice to have her around for that time, too. Has there been any, like, any cons or anything weird about integrating your mom into your life in this way? Um, I'm always kind of nervous. Like, what if she, you know, she's an adult and she can make her own choices. But what if she did choose to, like, sleep with one of my friends? I think that would be a con. I don't Hmm. think she would, but I've always kind of viewed that as, like, I don't know if I would be comfortable with that. Hmm. Hmm. 
Why? Why would that? Like to hit on on her and be like, "Oh, it's your mom." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why do you feel like that would make you uncomfortable? Um, I think it depends on the person, right? Like, if it was someone who did it and then like kept throwing it in my face for the rest of my life, like, "Oh, I had sex with your mom," you know, like that, it would be kind of like my barrier like i think it's funny when people can be like oh i was at your mom's house last weekend you know hanging out doing mushrooms in the fort for which is like a positive thing but the other thing i could see it being positive but it i don't know i just i i'm nervous if that were to happen how i would react hmm. now if your mom let's say like is it just a hookup thing that would bother you like if somebody from this group started like seriously dating your mom how would that feel I don't know my mom has um, a tendency to like she dated our like a bouncer at one of um, the regular bars that we go to and so I think that would actually be more comfortable for me which sounds weird, mm -hmm. but you know she's been been single for like ten years now, yeah. maybe a little bit more, and yeah. uh, li live your best life. I just don't want it to negatively impact mine. Yeah, this is an interesting issue because a lot of the way that you're integrating your mom into your life is is very much a, I would say like a celebration of her as a person in your life who has her own independent identity outside of just being your mother and you've integrated her into your friend group and you know into this this rave scene which i'm sure is very exciting for her but you have this fear of it extending into this like sexual romantic place with the rest of uh your friend group which you know, I can, I can, I can, I can understand why people bragging about fucking your mom would be uh, a not pleasant thing. Yeah, I like I said, I don't think it'll ever happen. But you know, you had asked, and I think that was my honest answer. Mm -hmm. Is this something you've ever talked to your mom about? Um. No, I have talked to my therapist about it. What did they say? But never my mother. <laughs> um, she the advice she gave me was just very simple. It was like you know re react to it and and let your body process it and just communicate whatever happens with her and hopefully you guys can work it out. She knows that we don't communicate very well, so we came up with some like tips and tricks um, for going if that situation were to arise, but fingers crossed it does not. Can I hear what these tips and tricks are? Um, one of them was like writing down ideas, um, like kind of like almost like in a, like a, you know, just like notes. So if you did get flustered in the conversation, um, you could just draw back to that and make sure that you guys are staying on track and it's not just like exploding. 
Um, and the other one was maybe writing her a letter instead since I, um, you know, we communicate well over text, just not in person. Yeah, yeah. So like writing her a, a letter so it's like more than just a text message that someone can like look at on their phone and ignore. Right, right. You can also, you can collect your thoughts a little bit better when you have some time to write them down and prepare them. Yeah, exactly. Um, why do you, why do you feel like you, like... I'm, I'm prepared. Let's, like, it's... Sure, well, okay, so what I was going to say just now is, like, is, this is, the more I'm talking to you about it, the, uh, it's very interesting because you have integrated your mom into your life in this, you know... In, in, in this way, why do you feel like you have trouble communicating with her? Um, I think it's mostly just a childhood thing. Um, she's one of 11 kids, and so her family is like a yelling family, right? Yeah. They never really, like, you don't, you're crying, you don't sit down and talk to your mom about your feelings. You just shut up and sit down and eat dinner. Because there's eleven of you, and is that the uh, does she bring that energy into your family when when you were growing up? Um, I think there was definitely like a conscious effort to have conversations. Yeah. Um, I think when it came to like serious topics, uh, they were just not handled as well as they could have been okay. and it always gets kind of ugly i yeah. think again like you know just us both being stubborn you don't want to like give on either side about what you're arguing about right you mentioned you guys both being stubborn um has that has this gotten like has this communication issue gotten like better as you've um uh your relationship has progressed and as you've integrated her into your rave family? Um, I would say yes. I think seeing her and being able to interact with her in a way that is more like friendly mm -hmm. and just like relaxing or, you know, partying or whatever it is kind of when you have enough of those interactions I feel like it's changed the way I see her when I speak to her. Yeah. Um, I don't, I haven't called my mom, mom in like, I don't know, six and a half years. I call her by her name. Mm. People think that's weird, but it's just mm. when we started attending bars together, it was something I did because I didn't, I just didn't want to be like mom across the bar, you know? Mm. So you've been calling her by her first name, for six years. Yeah. And I think kind of having that separation of your mother versus, you know, this uh, another adult person and having enough of those interactions um, has kind of like helped rewire my brain. So when I see her and we are talking, I don't just think of her as like my annoying mother who wants, you know, A, B, and C and uh, it's it's just allowed me to like actually have a conversation. I don't know what it's like on her end, but she also seems to communicate a lot better with me as well. Yeah, I was gonna ask like about her end. Like, how do you think she feels about you calling her by her name instead of calling her your mom? 
Um, she doesn't mind it. We've had conversations about it. There's a lot of people who think it's weird, and they'll be like, "Why do like why do you call her that?" And I'm like, "That's her second name." Like, yeah, she's my mom, but we. I don't know. I just I feel like once that kind of like high school teenage mothering situation turned off, I just turned the name off. Hmm. Do you feel like you calling her by her real name, which you're saying is giving you a more, I guess, three-dimensional portrait of her in your head, seeing her as more of her own person than than just as your mom? Do you think that's helped your guys' relationship? I don't think I noticed a difference in the beginning as much as I do now. Um, and I don't really know what, you know, what exactly came into play with that. But I, I think in the beginning it was just like, oh, I'm at the bar with my mom. I don't want other people to see her as my mom in case, you know, mm. whatever. Hmm. So a part of it was like in service of her. Yeah. I mean, she's, you know, we, we, like I said, we frequent the same bar and, um, if she's if she's on like a date there, and I just so happen to also be going there, I don't want to walk up and be like, "Hey, mom," and he's like, "Oh, you, you have kids," like you know. I just kind of yeah. erase that part out and just call yeah. her Liz, because we've had that yeah. happen before, where she's like on a date and I walk up, and then you know, at the end of the night, we I asked her if she needed a ride, and he was like, "Oh, that's so nice," and she's like, "Yeah, that's my daughter," you know. But I didn't. He wouldn't know that because I didn't call her mom. This is really fascinating to me because this is like, you know, there is something really, especially, you know, when you become like an adult adult, there is something to be said about you you really upgrade your relationship with your parents the more you can see them outside of the context of them being your parents. But then within that, mm-hmm. how do you also maintain you know, I mean, the fact that they are your parents and that is its own special relationship. It's an interesting push and pull. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks. America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA and I did make a little extra money, which I of course put safely away in a high interest savings account. 
Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today so i have a question for you and i was kind of holding on to it um for a bit now you have done molly and mushrooms with your mother i assume several times with all the raves and stuff yeah yeah probably probably like three or four times significantly yeah but like you know at home chilling with all her fuck shittery we probably like 10 or 12. And and have you ever done Molly or Mushrooms with just her? Or is it always in a group setting? Yes, I have just her. Yeah, we've we've done that. We did um, like the music festival. And then another significant time was we actually um, in the fourplex that um, we have. There's a Airbnb also. Um and so instead of my mom renting out the Airbnb that night, she um, just left it open and we turned it into like kind of like a like a DJ room and like put yeah. a couple of DJs in there and had like lights and stuff. And we had a bunch of our friends over and and that was a pretty well, significant time as well. I'm talking about like just well, OK, so let me, here's what I'm getting at is like. If, you know, for me, I've experienced like you know Molly and mushrooms. There, they are like you know. You said you and your mom have trouble like communicating with each other, and to mm-hmm. me, like Molly is like it's just the fucking ultimate. Here's everything on my chest and every vulnerable vulnerability I have to give. Let me just throw it out there. Like it really kind of primes your brain in that sense. And yeah. I guess it. I have very limited experience with mushrooms, but. I assume it does a similar thing. And have you had any interactions with your mom, both of you guys being on these these drugs that um, kind of enhance your tendency for vulnerability and sharing? Has that brought up anything in in this your guys' relationship or like anything that you guys have been talking about? You know what I'm kind of asking? Yeah, yeah, no, I totally get that. Um no, I don't really feel like it has um, more chilling like at home with the mushrooms. Like you said, like it is, it's not the same as far as like you said, spill your guts and, and tell everything. But um, I do think it makes things easier, just like in my mind, more clear and I'm able to communicate better. Mm-hmm. Um, so it helps you communicate better with her. Yeah, I can say that we had one experience at a music festival where she wanted to have a conversation about something. Um, But for me, it was just kind of triggering with um, my dad. And so I just didn't Mm. feel comfortable sharing that moment with her in that time. Mm. You know, it's supposed to be like a positive space for me. Mm -hmm. So I kind of shut that down and we, 
I tried to revisit it after, um, mm. but she couldn't really figure out why it was significant. I don't know if she was telling the truth and she just didn't want to talk about it or, mm. you know what I mean? So she, in that music festival environment, like had, she was on what's Molly or Mushrooms or something like that. And, um, yeah. It, this thing that she really wanted to talk about was like brought up into her mind, but it was too intense for you at the time. So you didn't, you didn't have the conversation. Yeah, exactly. I find that, um, mushrooms make me really emotional. Like I feel things a lot deeper. And so while having those conversations is great, if they ever veer like to one side or the other in a negative way, I would not like to get kind of trapped in that. You know, my brain tends to yeah. reprocess those things a lot. So it's something I try to avoid. Um, um, we did later that night have a good situation. We were like at the stage and she had not worn her glasses. And so the um, artist had put up on the screens a bunch of words, like a bunch of like self-care and self-love mantras. And we were all supposed to say it together as a crowd. And she couldn't read them because she had lost her glasses. So I would read them to her. And so it was kind of like we were saying it to each other. And the last mm -hmm. one was, I love you. And that was really cute, you know, and we were holding hands. And I was like, damn, I can't remember the last time I held my mother's hand. It had to have been like 15 years. When was this? Um, this was the first weekend of September. They This year was our first year. We actually have a real, re, quote unquote, real for Alaska um, EDM music festival. Um, the first year, I think, went really well. It's called Spectrum. Um, it's pretty cool. I'm really excited to go back next year. Hmm. So, does any, like, that, your mom had that thing that she wanted to bring up that was kind of, um, personal, and that, that, that you didn't really want to talk about. Does any part of you, either out of curiosity or out of anything, like, desire to, in the future, get your mom in a place where you guys can talk about whatever that thing was? I kind of brought it up to her um, and she had said that it like, I was like, Hey, you remember when you wanted to talk about blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, kind of. I don't really remember like mm -hmm. why it was significant to me at that time. Right, so right, right. it's, I guess it's just not something that's like, it's kind of, kind of like, you know, you get a light bulb and then it's like gone. I don't think it was something super serious as much as like a memory. Okay. Well, that's this is it's this is really cool. It's great that you like. I don't know. It sounds like there's you're you're figuring out a lot of stuff, but that, you know, you and your mom are like very heavily in each other's lives, and um, yeah, you know, finding these moments with each other. Yeah, I feel really um, lucky to have cultivated that type of relationship. Um, and like I said, we're very similar and she loves to host and so do I. And so it works out really well to live so close and, and uh, we definitely have an interesting, unique uh, type of relationship. But I think 
for us, it's been really positive. Um, Alex, is there anything else that like you want to say about this or any other kind of, you know, aspects of this that you felt like we didn't talk about or anything at all like that? Uh, no, I don't think so. I just wanted to like bring it to people's attention because I found the, you know, I found the um, strip club thing with the mom so interesting. I was like, damn, right. is that something I would go do? Like, I really had to think about it. And yeah. then also being able to be on the show was pretty, pretty cool. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, I'm thinking about a lot of the stuff you said, like, you know, how the fact that you call her by her first name and that's weird to some people and like, you know, a lot of, like I said, I mean, even how when you were telling me about how they, um, your mom has your friends over without you to have these shrooms. You kind of come over and, and they're hanging out. Like I can see why people would find stuff like that strange. And I'm really thinking about my own opinion on it and like, well, why is it strange? Especially, I mean, you're 29 and can I ask cold, you know, you know, you're 29 your mom's however old she is. Um, I think she's 54. Okay. Um, so you guys are both like grown, grown, grown ass adults. And so your relationship is at a point where it can reasonably take a lot of different forms. And I don't know. I don't know like what exactly is normal or kind of like the depth in which you can dive into with your parents, especially again, as you grow older and you look at them more three-dimensionally. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there is a weird or normal way to evolve that relationship. You know, it is kind of just whatever works for you. Um, and it sounds like, you know, you had that really beautiful moment where you guys were doing those uh, affirmations with her and, and holding each other's hands. And it seems like that's a, you know, a really beautiful and integral moment in your relationship that you wouldn't have gotten if you hadn't kind of made the extra steps to integrate her more into your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like I told you, I actually live in the same fourplex as her. If you want to ask her questions, I could take the phone upstairs. Ooh. Um. Hmm. Give me one second. We have? Okay. Let me think here. Hmm. You know what? Yeah. Let's okay. talk to her I'm for at so least sorry. a little bit. Let's, let's, so no, it's okay. Let's talk to her for at least a little bit. And she, she's not here anymore. She oh. was just here. She was in my apartment earlier in the call trying to talk to me, so I thought she was home. I'm so oh, sorry. is she not here? No. Earlier, she was came downstairs and was trying to talk to me. And so I just came upstairs, but she's not here. Oh, that's okay. Where did, where do you think she went? I'm not sure. Um, she likes to go to bars too. So she might just be having dinner or something. I think it's, yeah, it's like six 30, mm -hmm. but that kind of ties into the side of like more of a friend, right? Like we live in the same building, but we don't live in the same apartments. Like I thought she was home, but I didn't know. We uh, share locations on the phone, so it's nice to be able to check, you know, see if somebody's home yeah. or not. Well, have her um, have her call in on her own phone, um, 
at some point. I'd love to talk to her. I don't know if she watches the show or anything like that, but yeah, I'd love to talk to her. Okay, cool. I will uh, check in with her about that on Wednesday. Do you have any siblings? I have one sibling. What's their relationship like with your mom? Or what's their what's their place in all of this? Um great question. She lives about five hours north of me. Um and she goes to college up there and she and my mom also have a really good relationship. I don't think it's at all similar. Uh, in the like non-traditional ways, I think with her being in college and she's what twenty, I think she's twenty-two, twenty-three. Um, I think it just is more of that typical parent-daughter relationship. You know, call for advice and come visit for holidays. Like she has, she stays in um one of the guest bedrooms when she's here, but like that used to be her bedroom. So I think for her, Mm. the ideas are still very typical parent daughter relationship. How do you think she views your guys's relationship? Like, does she, I don't know. Like, is she, do you think she's envious and wants a kind of relationship like that? Do you think she kind of is doing her own thing? Like, well, I guess what's your perspective on her perspective? That's a really good question. Um, I've never really talked to her about it, but I don't. I don't think there's any like I've never gotten like bad vibes coming from her about it. I think she views it as a positive thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that having one parent also kind of plays into that. Like you're a lot more willing to just accept your other parent that you have left and just try and figure a way to have that positive relationship, which is what she does also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what is your name again? Alex? Alex, uh, thank you for sharing all of this stuff. This was really fascinating, and uh, I appreciate you being really open and um, you know, telling us all about it. Awesome. Yeah, it was really nice to talk to you. I hope you have a good rest of the stream. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? I don't think so. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Yeah, that was fascinating. I really like... I don't know. You're. It's funny. The last time I did ecstasy, I was thinking, I was like, what would this be like to do with my family? I don't know why I had that thought pop into my head, but that's what I thought. Um, or like, you know, to do this with people who are like integral staples of my life because it's that's such a fucking space you know being on 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 ecstasy and like the the way it it makes you feel and be so open and not in your head at all um this be i think it'd be an interesting space to be in with you know someone like a parent i don't know um and yeah, about like the whole, this whole idea of like normalcy, like what's normal, what's traditional. Like, yeah, it's probably not traditional to fucking do mushrooms with your parents. Um, but I, you know, yeah, when you get to that age, when you're like 29, when you're like your own fully grown adult, 
and so is your parents. There is something to be said, I think, about like diving into this new relationship with them. Um, again, seeing them as as something more than just y- your your parents. And I do, I do wonder. I wish I I could have gotten to talk to the mom because I do wonder what her perspective is on a lot of this and how she kind of because that's a whole other thing right from her perspective like what's it like you know you 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 know change this fucking kid's diaper and you saw her tripping around as a toddler and now you guys are doing mushrooms together you've literally been with her your entire you know everything ish about her life now you're entering this new relationship i mean that must be a really fascinating experience for her mother, you know. Um, so I don't know. This idea of normalcy is like it's making me like it's making me think. To what degree do does normalcy or traditions or a fear of breaking from that normalcy and that tradition? To what degree does that fear? prevent you from having deep life experiences again she talked about when she was at the festival with her mom and they were on some drugs and I think they were on drugs I forget I think she mentioned that but yeah whatever they were um, reading these affirmations to each other and holding each other's hands and it was like what a beautiful life moment could she have missed out on that moment if she had this fear of having a non-traditional relationship with her mother that's, I don't know, something I'm thinking about. To what degree these, you know, deviation, a fear from deviating from what's always been and what's considered normal, to what degree does that close you off from things? I don't know. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then... There are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today hello hey what's up um how can i help you today i've heard people say you sound different on here you really do it's it's odd hmm. well you i would say you sound different but i don't have any idea of how you normally sound what is your name that's fair uh my name is ian ian what's going on with you uh well i've been watching through your uh videos in guatemala and that's hilarious and awesome especially Thanks, when you're calling yourself a toad uh yes, yes I was doing that. What's what's <laughs> what's going on with you? Well, uh, I've actually been uh, I've been learning Spanish myself, and I've been thinking about leaving the country. Oh. But but I, uh, 
there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot that goes into that. And there's a lot of anxiety that goes along with that. <laughs> okay. What are you anxious about? Um, well, you know, I love my family and I don't necessarily want to leave them behind, but I do want to have my own experiences. And are you, are, is know. this, is this specifically about traveling alone? Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Where are you planning on traveling to that you're afraid to go to? Uh, well, I hadn't thought about Guatemala until I watched your videos, and that seems like a good option, but I had just been thinking about, like, Argentina or maybe uh, somewhere in Mexico. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... And you were thinking about a, a quick trip, or you were thinking about something that's months long. What? What? Tell me your tell me your ideal travels that you are afraid to do. Hmm. Uh, I guess I'm really thinking about becoming an expat. Uh, I kind of just want to relocate uh. and start afresh. Okay, so we're talking about leaving your family, leaving your family. Not for the weekend, but... Yeah. <laughs> for life. Okay, we're talking about leaving... We are talking about nuking your life, quitting your job, murdering your family, or just... Or you don't have to murder them, but... Leaving them behind, and going to Mexico, and starting anew. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right, that's a different conversation. Than uh, just doing a little solo travels here and there. Why do you feel inclined to start a new life? What is exciting to you about that prospect? Uh, well, I mean, I, I've always wanted to travel other places, and I'm, I'm a, been practicing Spanish for about a year now, so I definitely want to focus somewhere that speaks Spanish. But um, uh, I don't really have a lot holding me here besides my my family like i'm 28 and i don't really like have much besides my dog you know well who, do you have your family you have kids no no like my my parents and my brother oh okay all right all right yeah that's no, different. I was, yeah. That's different okay i thought you had kids Not that and i was like well you know it's one thing to because you can't i mean look it's one thing to leave your you leave your children behind you know no but you can yeah, leave no, it's it's very be... it's normal to leave your parents behind everyone you a lot of people do that a lot of people leave their parents house and start a new life but uh you're a dick if it's your kids um yeah and see, I, I actually moved out of my parents house when i was 16 and like i moved to colorado and then i ended up in illinois and uh I like I got really homesick in Illinois. ended up ended up coming back to Utah, and okay. like I I, just, I really love my family a lot. But okay, so you're 28 and you're thinking about starting anew in Mexico. Yeah. Is there other? Is there any other aspect or or thing? that would prevent you from going aside from just you don't want to be away from your parents? Um, I mean, I am the manager of where I work, but that's not like a huge thing. They can find another manager. But <laughs> um, Yeah, I also don't think that... What, what are you the manager of? So I work for a, uh, 
a charity organization. We take in clothing donations and yeah. Okay. Well, uh, what would you want to do if you moved to Mexico? Um, I mean, I could be a cook. I could, I could work on a farm. I, I could, I don't know, be a beach bum. Well, listen, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a few things about this. First of all, despite what I said earlier, you don't actually have to kill your family to leave them. Uh, you can just simply leave. <laughs> and uh, they will still be alive. You can still um, call your You can still call your mother. You can still call your father. You can actually even still go from Mexico back to the United States to see them. Are you? Hmm. Are they yeah. older? Uh, they're like a little over fifty. A little over fifty. Okay. Have you stay? Have you? What state do you live in? Utah. Okay. How long have you lived in Utah for? Uh, uh, it's kind of a weird conglomeration because I've moved so much. So I, in okay. total, probably nineteen years. Okay, so you moved a lot. So what I was going to ask you is, have you done a lot of traveling? I mean, we're talking about completely... You're talking about moving to a new place. Have you even visited other places outside of the U.S.? I have never had a passport or anything. I've never been outside of the U.S. Do you have a passport right now? I don't. Okay. So that's that's an issue. But so I don't usually... T- I, I'm, I'm doing a new thing where I'm trying not to tell people what to do. But I'm going to tell you what to do. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it would be a good... I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you what, what I... I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you what I think would be a good idea. Um, oh, I think enough. it would be a good idea for you to take a trip. Do you have a little bit of money saved up? Yeah. Okay. Are you able to get time off of your job? Uh, definitely. You said definitely. Okay, great. Um, take a trip. Don't, because I, I think jumping to the grand fantasy of completely uh, abandoning your life and starting anew, attractive fantasy. We don't know what the reality looks mm, like. Yeah. Um, not to say that the reality wouldn't be similarly attractive. I'm not going to say you shouldn't do it. But if you've never even if you've never even gone on a trip by yourself to a foreign country and fucked around there for like, you know, a week or two, a weekend even, then (laughs) go do that. Because obviously there's something within you, some desire to get out there and explore and uh, have a psychedelic experience of a life outside of your routine of, uh, you know, gathering clothes and hanging out with your parents, um, which is a good desire to have. It's good. Well, we're a lot. You're alive. You're going to be dead at some point. You should go out and do things. I think. Um, <clears throat> and I think you think that too. I'm not just saying that because I think, I think you think that too. That's why you're on the phone with a gecko yeah, talking yeah, about definitely. whether or not you should abandon your life. So, it would be a good idea to take a trip 
before you abandon everything. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, where do you want to take a trip to? Where are we going? Can I come? I mean, I would. That sounds amazing. Um, I, I count as a lap so, pet because I you can can't just hold go me to Japan. In a cage. But... Where do you want to go? Uh, uh, Argentina. Argentina. Okay. What's stopping you from going there? Uh, just that I haven't done it. Um, actually, right, wait, I actually know the answer to that question. I forgot, I forgot you don't have a passport. You need to do that. Go oh, get yeah, a passport. Go get sure. a passport. Do you know how to get a passport? I think you just go to the post office, right? And, like, fill out some paperwork, get a picture. Okay. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that sounds about right. Okay, go do that. Go do that. And then go to Argentina. Just do it. If you can get, if you, because when I asked you if you could get time off work, you said definitely. So I know you can do it. Yeah. Get your time off of work. Go to Argentina for a week. Do you know what a hostel is? Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard of them. Okay. This is not an ad. Go to hostelworld.com. Search for hostels in Argentina. And go book a week at a hostel. Go there by yourself. Pack a little bag. Put, put, put some clothes and a, a toothbrush and some shit in a bag. Book a plane ticket. Make sure you get your fucking passport and shit, because you don't want to show without a passport. And go stay in a hostel in Argentina for a week. And and go in, go into the lobby of the hostel. Go up to someone. And start just start talking to them. And they'll talk back to you. Hmm. And other people will come and they'll start talking to you too. And you guys can go out and drink somewhere. Or go look at a cool statue of something. Hmm. You'll have fun. I, think I was actually fun. curious what kind of... I was curious what kind of preparation you did before you went to Guatemala. Like, did, did you like look it up a lot online and do what town no, maybe you should go to? I, or? Did, I did very little. I was having an existential. I, I talked about this in the in that video that you were watching. I, I had an existential crisis, um, and I realized. And I looked at a, you know what you know what I did. I looked at my I looked at a map. I went to Google Maps, and I looked at where I am on the map. And I realized that I very seldom leave. I looked at the whole map, and I and I looked at all these places. I looked at how fast the world was, and then I looked at uh, where I am on the map, and I realized I very seldomly leave a really tiny radius. Yeah, and. I have no idea when I'm going to die. And I want to see stuff. So I should just start going and looking at stuff. And getting out of that radius. I'm very Whatever in gets that me. feeling, yes. Good, good. I'm glad you are. Um, and so I was like, I just need to get out of the radius. And so I booked the flight. And I went on TikTok and I searched things to do in, in Tigua, Guatemala. And I... Did a couple of them, but the the, the re but 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 to me the real adventures uh, lied in just talking to random people at the hostel and the folks you meet doing that. Um, walk it, uh, of course, you know my my gecko 
videos get me into some adventures. I, I go out dressed like this and people just start talking to me. But I, I, I find, you know, adventures even when I'm not wearing the gecko costume because because I was willing to go talk to some guy at my hostel bar and then we go out to some place and start talking to this person. And these things just, if you just put yourself in position for things to happen and you're willing to talk to folks, hmm. you can get into some interesting things. Um, and another interesting, is it really doesn't matter how old you are either because there's people of all ages going around and, and doing this. So, um... If it if it interests you at all to go out and find adventure, I, I I heavily encourage you to do it, especially because you answered definitely when I asked if you get time off. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's that's a lot to think about, and I I definitely appreciate the encouragement. I uh, you know I, I guess I don't talk to a lot of people in general. I was gonna say I don't talk to people about this but i don't really talk a lot in general i just kind of work and that's it so uh you got like a walter yeah, really Mitty thing going your thoughts on. on it a what now a what you know they ever see the movie the secret life of walter Mitty? oh no is that a dick thing to say to someone that they have a walter Mitty thing i think it's a compliment because i'm i'm like imagining you going on all these walter Mitty adventures I, I i don't know what it means but for coming from you i'll take it as a compliment I like that. Um, why don't you talk to a lot of people? I'm just in my routine. You know, yeah. I graduated in 2012 and have been working since. Okay, but let me ask you this final question. Since you graduated in 2012, before that, when you were in high school and college and middle school, did you talk to people? Uh... Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, you did. Yeah, when you're in school, yeah, kind of have to. And I but yeah, there's definitely more social in that setting. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I I think that the 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 solo travel setting is very similar. Right? Where it's like, you have to. So you do. Yeah, yeah. What's your name again? Ian. Ian. Ian, is there anything else you want to say to me or to God or to SpongeBob or to the people at the computer before we go? Um, love SpongeBob. I'm an atheist and, uh, you know, I love you and just keep doing what you're doing. I motherfucking love you too, Ian. Good luck. Let oh, me know if you end up if you if Ian, if you end up actually going to Argentina, send me a DM. I want to know if you actually did it. Hell yeah. Send me a fucking photo of you uh, in Argentina. I'm definitely... I want I, I, I in three months from now <laughs> when you get your passport, I want to see that photo. Alright, I'm gonna go get my passport. I'm working on it. I'm doing okay, this. Good. Okay, good. Alright, thank you, Ian. Thank you. I am so fucked if that guy dies in Argentina. Like, like you know those people, you know those people who like take who like die because they fell off of a cliff taking a selfie. I feel like he's gonna be like trying to take a selfie on a mountain to send to me, and he's gonna die. I'm not. I'm. I'm not putting that out into the universe. But okay. Anyway, let's move on. Hello. 
Hello. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, how can cool. I get you today? Uh, well, so... Oops. Sorry. I'm walking in a dark room. Um, I was just calling. I listened to your show quite a bit. And I feel like I hear a lot of folks kind of in their 20s and feeling like things are down and out. Um, mm -hmm. But... I'm in my 30s, and I just wanted to, I guess, give a bit of experience on how it can all be okay. I'd love uh, to hear that. How, 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 how can I be okay? You know, everyone thinks that I'm here to give people <laughs> advice, but I'm, I'm, I'm so much more interested in taking it than I am in, in giving it. Hey, that was it sounded well, like sexy. I'm going to let you talk. I, that was stupid. <laughs> no, no, this is great. Um, well, first off, I think that you're probably doing it right if you're doing something that you love. And um, I guess the, the main thing is uh, saying yes to things that are positive or saying yes to things that come into chance and uh, not pushing them aside because you think you can't. Um, so when I was in high school and early 20s. I did some drugs and kind of uh, did some people wrong. And the best step I ever made was to uh, say yes to the option to move from that city I was living in and uh, say yes to softer drugs then, like pot, <laughs> instead of the other things. Um, and then, of course, things are roller coasters. They don't always go well. I tried college, but that wasn't great for my attention span. And I think I've done a total of 10 different industries in my life. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, it's just been kind of kind of the philosophy after getting all of that, out of all of that, just kind of getting rid of what ails me or what doesn't serve me. And then mm. not being afraid to say yes. I'm constantly afraid. I shouldn't say that. But at least, like, noticing it's a fear and counteracting it. So your life has been improved by saying no to hard drugs and yes to soft drugs. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know if that's, that's not the whole thing. Maybe saying that's a that's a those are that's one set. Of no, I, I think I see I where you're say, coming from. You're, um, no, I think I see where you're coming from. You're just like, hey, you know, you, there's a lot to gain by, uh, saying yes to the opportunities that present themselves to you within reason. Yeah. So, totally. Saying no to bad people, okay. saying yes to people that are honest and loving. Right. So tell me, uh, um, what in your life today, in your life now, what's something recently you said yes to that you maybe weren't going to, but you did and it worked out? Um, so, I, I guess it's a few years ago now, but I went back to school when I was 30. And I was kind of just doing it to just get out and get a job. But, um, in the process of that, one of uh, the my professors, she was really 
kind and open and she basically I had this problem I had this problem in this internship that I was possibly going to try out but I'd never studied the subject before and she told me just to talk to this guy and he was kind of like the cool guy teacher on campus or whatever um, so I was a little bit afraid and I'd never even worked in the subject before so finally after months and months of her telling me to I just went and talked to him and uh Ever since then, like he'll approach a project and I've been working with him and something new and exciting will come out of it. It was uh, first it was I got a cool scholarship and then um, I ended up being able to travel and go overseas for a while. And that was pretty cool. And so I just kind of had to get over the fear of just talking to somebody about something I didn't know and then. Yeah, I mean, it's all worked out pretty well, and so six, seven years later, and I feel like I feel like there are still opportunities. And there's still ways I can fuck it up for sure, and uh, I have to fight myself mm-hmm. on that one. But well, listen, thanks for calling in and uh, you know giving us uh, you know that 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 perspective. Um, is there kind of anything else you wanted to add to this, or or say to the people before we go? I guess just be kind to yourself. Um, know that no decision is final. But as long as you're looking out for you and yours, then it's going to be okay. Thank you for calling B. Uh, not B, B. Thank you for calling B. <laughs> That's all right. Have a good night. You too. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.